welcome to the Fit Life with Jessica podcast, where we talk about how to create and maintain healthy habits with our fitness, nutrition, and overall well-being. This is a place where you can come to get real life, health, and fitness advice from a busy working mama who has a passion for helping others find their way to health and happiness. We're all in this crazy journey together, so why not lean on and lift each other up in the process? Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be back here recording with you. I've got a lot of podcasts on my brain that I'm brainstorming about, and today is going to be a podcast recording day. And I get so excited because when I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. So we are feeling it today. Are you feeling it today? How are you doing? How are you feeling? How is your summer going? It's flying by over here, dude, like flying by. I don't know how I'm recording this. It's almost July. I mean, I feel like my kids are going to be back in school before I know it. My kids go back August 3rd or something. It's really early. Anywho, I hope you're having a great summer. I thought today's episode, we could do a little bit of truth serum, a little bit of like, pretend you injected me with a truth serum. And I'm going to tell you a handful of things that are really working in my life right now. And like, what's really feeling good, what's working for me, what's bringing me joy and energy and making me feel good in my own body. And on the flip side, we're going to talk about some things that are not working for me. So great right now, some things that are not making me feel so good. And that I am currently working through. I thought, should I wait to record this until I'm on the other side of working through some of these things? (laughs) But you know, since I'm human and all, I don't know when that's going to be. So I'm just going to choose to take a deep breath and be vulnerable with you and say, Hey, I haven't got all the answers. I haven't figured out all of these things, but dang it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm, I'm striving to be a little bit closer to her, you know, like the future version of me. So let's just dive in. Let's dive straight into what's working. I want to talk about what is working first, and then we'll talk about what needs a little bit of work. And then at the end, I've got a special invitation for you. So don't forget to listen to the very end because I've got a special invite for you. So when I started thinking about what's really working for me right now, I kind of looked at this through the lens of my body, how I'm feeling in it, Um, the energy levels I have, the confidence I have also my business, how, cause a lot of times those things kind of go hand in hand when my body feels good, when I'm feeling energetic, when I'm feeling confident in my own skin, my business is thriving. Also, those things kind of go hand in hand. So it's interesting how this list kind of came about, but the first thing that's really working for me and then really loving and enjoying is weightlifting. I am lifting more often. I am lifting more days than I am doing anything else. And I'm lifting heavier than I've ever lifted before. And I'm pretty damn proud of myself. (laughs) When I pick up the heavies that used to be like the heavies for me are, are weights I wouldn't even consider touching before. And my lights, my light weights are now the ones that were heavies you know, a year ago. So that seeing that kind of progression, feeling that kind of progression is really, really cool. If you know me, you know, I love all of the Peloton content. 
And Peloton has recently redone their app. So even if you don't have the Peloton bike or treadmill, I highly recommend checking out their app. I believe they also have a free version of it too, where you can access off the bike or off the tread content. So all of my weightlifting programs I do through the Peloton app. Um, so I can choose lower body. I can choose upper body. I can choose core. I can choose stretching. I can choose 10 minutes or I can choose 45 minutes, like whatever I am doing. But here lately, the last several weeks I've been lifting three times a week. And just this week I upped it to four where I'm doing a split. That's like Monday is lower body. Tuesday is upper body. Wednesday is just a walking day where I don't actually have a specific workout. I just try and get in my 10,000 steps. Thursday is lower body again. Friday is upper body. And then Saturday and Sunday are free choice, which is usually going to be a walk or a Peloton ride on the bike. And doing that, I feel stronger than I've ever felt before. I'm starting to see a little bit more definition in my arms and my legs. I'm starting to feel the strength, especially in my lower body. Cause I shied away so hard from lower body workouts. Like I hated, hated leg day, like with a passion because I would get so sore and I would be so sore. I wouldn't be able to walk for like three days. So I didn't do that. I didn't do it. Right. But I figured out a way to kind of push through that and stretch more and the stronger I'm getting, the less and less sore I am the next couple of days. So that's been like really cool. I'm feeling really strong. And when I work out hard, it makes me want to eat better. It gives me more energy throughout the day. And I'm just really here for it. So that is something that is really working for me. If you want some recommendations, like if you're a beginner with weightlifting, send me a message on Instagram. I'm happy to send you a couple of ideas of like some splits or some schedules to try out where you can kind of ease into this. So send me a DM and I'm happy to help you. Um, that's number one, lifting more often, lifting more days and lifting heavier than I ever have before. So here's to lifting heavy shit. Uh, number two, moving right along. Um, something else that's really working for me and I'm really loving is getting outside more and focusing on step count. So really instead of simply getting in one really hard workout and then being, um, sedentary the rest of the day, AKA sitting at my desk or sitting in the car or sitting on the couch, focusing on getting multiple little mini walks throughout the day. There's been several studies that I've been reading about some fellow nutritionists that I've had on the podcast actually had um, Catherine from the brand NutriSense, she's their head nutritionist. And she and I talked about a study where it, it's actually more beneficial for you to take multiple miniature walks throughout the day than to just have one big workout during the day. You're helping stabilize your blood sugar. You're helping boost that metabolism. You're helping get some more vitamin D and some sunshine. If you're walking outdoors, you are you know, preventing that like post meal slump if you're walking after your meal. So for me, I'm really loving focusing on steps instead of just getting in a workout because it used to just be, you know, I, I do a really hardcore workout and then I just sit my ass down the rest of the day. And that's actually not as beneficial for me as to, you know, can I take a, a short walk with the kids in the morning? It's summertime. So our schedules are a little bit different. So we take a little 10 minute walk with the dogs 
dogs. I have one dog with the dog and, um, the kids get on their bike or their scooter or they'll walk with me in the morning before we head to camp. And then often I'll take a walk either before or after lunch, typically after I eat lunch, but just depending on my meetings and schedules. And then if I'm really on my game after dinner time, um, that is the time that's kind of hairy at my house where like the kids are doing showers and it's just that witching hour. So if I can get out for like even 10 or 15 minutes and walk, it does wonders for my mood, my mental health. It does wonders for just the way I'm feeling overall. So getting outside and focusing on steps. Side note, we did a steps challenge at the beginning of this um, summer and it was so awesome. And we're going to do another steps challenge inside the membership in July. So if you're listening to this episode, like in real time, um, hop in the membership because we're doing a steps challenge in the month of July. So holler if you're in there moving on. Number three, what's working for me. What's feeling really good right now is eating more protein and specifically eating more animal protein. If you know me, I was actually a vegan about 10 years ago, vegan. Um, I was vegan for many years right after I got married, which was in 2011. Um, watched a couple of food documentaries. I had a few friends who were also, you know, turning towards the vegan lifestyle. And I was vegan from 2012 all the way through like 2016, right when I had Ellie. So for about four years, four or five years. And it's been a hard, interesting transition for me to go from that life to like a pseudo vegetarian life to then like a pescatarian life where I was just eating like eggs and fish. And to now lately I'm eating a lot more animal proteins. And the reason I am eating more animal proteins is because I wasn't hitting anywhere near the amount of protein I should have been eating. And I was filling those calories and those macros with carbs really and truly. And with the amount of weightlifting I'm doing and the results I want to see in my body, I want to lean out. I want to burn fat and I want to build lean muscle. I don't want to look like a bodybuilder, but I want to, I want to be toned, right? Like I want that lean toned look and feel Well, you need protein for that. Protein is the number one, most important, crucial macro, in my opinion, when it comes to weight loss or like lean muscle mass building. So eating more proteins has been a change for me in the last year, but I'm really digging it. It's still kind of difficult in my house because my husband only eats fish. Like he's a pescatarian and my kids do eat some meat, but their kids are very picky. So I tend to feel like a short order cook a little bit in the kitchen, but I'm okay with that right now. That's kind of the choice I'm making to salvage dinner time and to eat clean and healthy the way I want to eat. But I'm here for it. I'm digging it. Um, I actually just posted a reel on my Instagram that was like 19 high protein meal ideas. And it was because I had 197 food pictures on my iPhone. So if you're curious about what I eat in a day or the types of proteins I tend to lean towards, go check out that reel. It's got 19 different meal ideas for you. Moving right along number four, what is working and what's not working for me right now? What is working right now in this summer season is a new schedule and some flexibility. Um, When the kids are in school, my schedule looks completely different. But right now, 
Something I'm really digging is getting up early. And I didn't do this during the school year. I'd get up maybe 20 minutes before them. But right now I'm getting up at about 545 and I am getting in a solid hour of quiet time and work before my kids get up. Now, my kids do not wake up until about seven or later. Again, we're in camp. The mornings are slower. They can come downstairs, do their thing. But getting like one crucial thing for my business done in the mornings during that six o'clock hour, it sounds a little crazy. It took me a minute to get used to this, but now that I'm doing it, I, I really love it. And maybe you don't have your own business, but maybe you you know, have the kids home for the summer and you just need some quiet time. Maybe you get up 30 minutes before them or 45 or an hour or whatever feels good to you. Maybe you use that time to do a gratitude practice. Maybe you use that time to sip your coffee in silence. Maybe you use that time to read a book you've been wanting to read. Um, whatever little, you know, menial like tasks that you haven't been able to get done that you need focus on. I try and do the thing that I need the most brain power on. Like if it's going to be like creating an email to send to my email list where I'm pouring into you and giving you value and teaching you that I'm going to write that first thing in the morning while I'm sipping my coffee, or maybe I'm working on an outline for a podcast, or maybe I need to, you know, work on a sales page for a new offer, like something that requires a lot of focus, a lot of concentration and a lot of brain power. I'm doing that first thing in the morning. So then when the kids get up, I can close my laptop. We have breakfast. We get ready. I take them off to camp. I come home about 8 30, nine o'clock. And then I get in my workout, which is very different for me, but I'm really enjoying like that sense of accomplishment and that sense of like, yes, I did something really, really important first thing in the morning. So I'm really digging that. And plus, plus here's the kicker. This allows me to be done at three when I pick them up from camp, or maybe if it's, you know, a little earlier than that, right? That allows me to take them to the pool in the afternoon. Maybe we go get frozen yogurt. Maybe we, you know, meet up with a friend. Maybe we go have lunch with my mother-in-law, like little fun things like that, where I don't feel guilty about being away from my computer because I've gotten the most important thing done. I've done a needle moving activity first thing in the morning. So those are the four things that are working for me right now in this season that feels good. And I encourage you to just take a step back and be like, yo, what's working for me right now? Like what feels good? And this could be with your food that you're eating. This could be with your movement, like the types of workouts or body movement you're getting in. This could be your schedule. This could be your sleep. This could be your business. This could be your job, your career. Like I I really encourage you to sit down and think about what's working and also what's not working for me. And I'm going to share three things with you that are really not working for me right now. And a couple of them, you know, this is something I've struggled with for a long time, but like vulnerable moments here. So if you feel this in your soul, <laughs> then shoot me a text or a DM and be like, girl, me too. Me too. Me too. So one of the first things that's just not working for me right now, and I am actively working through in this season of my life is worrying about what other people think and like taking a hit to my confidence. Now, before you come at me, let me just say, no matter what you look like, we all have confidence issues, right? Like this isn't a comparison of like, Oh, you look like X, Y, Z, or you're a health coach. You should be that like, 
we all have ups and downs in our confidence. Maybe that's with our body. Maybe that's with how many wrinkles we have on our face. Maybe, maybe that's with our gray hairs. Maybe that's with, you know, where our boobs are now versus where they used to be 10 years ago. <laughs> right. Real talk, real talk. But like this summer, for whatever reason, I've just been worrying way too damn much about like, what do other people think of me? Like when we're at the pool or, you know, when I'm out to dinner with my husband or, I don't know, something about the summertime. Maybe it's because I'm spending, you know, 40% of my life in a bathing suit. Um, and that just brings out some new demons in me with confidence, but really like struggling with uh, body image a little bit and struggling with that confidence there. And that kind of bleeds into my mood and that bleeds into my anxiety. And ultimately I've had to remind myself that we are all so worried about our own selves that Sally over there is not worried about what I look like in a bikini sitting over here with my kids playing in the pool. She's not worried about that because Sally is probably worried about her own damn self in a bikini. She's worried about, you know, my cellulite over here or the way my scarf from my C-section looks here. Or what about my, you know, lack of tan? What Sally's worried about her own shit. Like we're all in our own heads worried about our own stuff. Like we're not looking at you. I'm not looking at you. It's the same at the gym. Like if you go to a public gym or if you go to like a fitness class or whatever, and you're like, Oh, so-and-so is like looking at me and they're like judging me so hardcore. No, they're not. I have to remind myself this all the time because we're all so in our own heads worrying about the way we look or our own selves that we're not worried about you. We're not judging you. So to be, to be gentle with myself and remind myself that we all have our own shit. We all have our own demons when it comes to self-confidence and body image. And we are all worried about what somebody else thinks. So trying to turn that volume down and writing affirmations in my journal about accepting my body, talking to myself and others about body neutrality. I'm going to do a whole podcast episode actually just about body neutrality, meaning not assigning good or bad to a body part or body feelings. Just like it is a body period it is my body period. Um, so that is something that is, I am currently working through another thing that I am, that is not really working really great for me is alcohol, man. Does that bitch come back and bite you the next day, <laughs> whether you have two drinks or 20 drinks, just kidding. No one's having 20 drinks anymore. We're not in college. Are we, we're not in college anymore. Are we? But man, don't feel so awesome when I'm drinking, but it's like, it's the summer and I want to have the rosé on the patio and I want to have the drink on the boat or at the pool, but not really feeling my best the next day. Workouts are suffering. I'm feeling that brain fog. I'm feeling that anxiety of like, you know, the hangover anxiety you get the next day, right? Like just feeling like, man, I need to make some changes with this, but really struggling with what that looks like. And I don't really love labels. I know a lot. I know there's a big sober curious moment happening right now. And I think just getting real with yourself and asking yourself, like, is this really worth it? I kind of liken it to, you know, drinking should be an occasion. It should be a treat if you're going to do it at all. It's not something that should happen all the time. And it's not something that, that should be really like overindulged in, right? Like we don't eat ice cream Sundays every day, multiple times a day. So why 
wine need to indulge in alcohol the same way, right? It's just food for thought. I don't want to harp on this because number one, it makes me uncomfortable. And number two, it's a super awkward conversation, but I'm just being honest and telling you that's something that I'm kind of reevaluating and we'll put a pin in that and we'll come back to it, but it's not really working that much for me anymore. I mean, I'm 38 almost, and it hits different when you're 38 versus 28. <laughs> it really does. I'm moving along. The last thing that's really not working for me right now, and God, this is a huge struggle. This might be my biggest struggle Ugh. is mindless scrolling on social media, spending way too much time on my freaking phone, like way too much time. I find it in my hand all the time. I'm on social media all the time. I'm not even consuming anything anymore. I'm like fucking tired of looking at what I'm looking at on Instagram. Like I'm so sick of it. I like creating content for you. I like creating reels. I love showing up in stories and like telling, you know, showing you what I'm doing and here's my coffee and here's my stories and here's the boat that we're on. And here's the kid's funny, you know, mermaid costume. Like I love showing up and sharing those things. And I love the honest to God connections that I've made on Instagram, the friendships that I have made, the support systems that I have there, the clients that have discovered me through Instagram. Like I love it, but man, the amount I am consuming on there has got to change. So I'm literally not even taking anything in anymore. Do you ever do that where you just mindlessly scroll, but you're like, I'm not even taking in what I'm looking at, right? Like why, why do we do that? Cause we're addicted to it. Cause we want that dopamine hit. I don't know, but it kind of plays back to that like confidence comparison trap. Like the more I'm on social, the more I compare myself to other people on social, the more I compare my body to other people. So it's like this vicious cycle. So that's not working for me. And I need to come up with some better boundaries around that. Again, transparency, still working through it, but I'm hoping that at least being honest and vulnerable and sharing with you, this is kind of not working for me right now. And I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do about it. So maybe you can tell me if, these things are some of the things that are not working for you and what you're doing. Um, I think setting up some clear boundaries around many of these things are very healthy, very, very healthy. So we'll stick a pin in all three of these and circle back to them. But I thought this would be really fun to kind of evaluate what's working and what's feeling good and what's not working and how can we work through that and change that. And I want to hear from you. Tell me what's working in your life. Tell me what's not working in your life. If you love conversations like this, if you love this episode, I am going to ask you to take a screenshot and share it on your social media, either your Instagram stories, your Facebook stories and tag me so that I can see that you're enjoying it. Because if you're enjoying it, then I will make more episodes like this. That's how it works. That's how it works. My friend. Um, I hope you have a great rest of the summer. I am so grateful for you. We are over a hundred episodes in on the podcast right now. And I just, I couldn't do it without you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I cannot say thank you enough. I love you. And until next time, be well. If you are loving listening to the podcast, you would absolutely love Thrive the Membership. That's right. If you are loving what I'm teaching, if you are digging my voice, if you want to learn more from me, I invite you to check out Thrive the Membership. This is an online monthly membership. It is the 
ultimate accountability group full of amazing community, supportive women, and epic coaching. There is a link in the show notes for you to check out all about Thrive Membership. I will be closing enrollment at the very end of July. You do not want to miss this. The end of July, the 31st is the last day you'll be able to hop in the group for many, many months. So if you want to hop in now, if you want to learn more, I invite you to click the link in the show notes to check out Thrive and use the promo code in there for $10 off your very first month. What are you waiting for? Join the club.